Well, we've talked about that. They shouldn't interview fighters after they lose. The no. fucking guy just woke up after being asleep <laughs> for three minutes. So what did you think in the fifth round where he kicked you right in the face and knocked your ass unconscious? Oh, you know, uh, I'll tell you what was going through my head. Nothing, because I was unconscious. <laughs> have another episode without your face cam where the comments will have a riot that they can't see your beautiful mug. My guy. Yes, sir. Yes, right, are sir. Are recording now? Because I'm going to leave this all in. This is high quality content right here. I'm, I'm recording, buddy. You're recording? All right. Welcome to the Sunday Sauce, your grandmother's favorite podcast. It's Vinny. It's Phil. As you guys can hear, my voice is a little bit hoarse because I've been recording nonstop, the grind don't stop, episode 138, and we're feeling good today. How you doing, Phil? I was on my gremlin shit recently. Oh, you, you know. on your gremlin shit? I'm so shocked. This man doesn't leave the house anymore. He is that no, undercover investigative journalism individual who stays in his bunker, baby. He stays eating canned soup because he doesn't go out to get food, baby. <laughs> no, it's actually like a problem. Like I was thinking about my work-life balance, like objectively. Mm -hmm. There's no there's no balance. It's it's work, it's work, it's work. And and some of this is it's pure passion. I understand uh -huh. that. And desperate times call for desperate measures. But when you start smelling yourself and you know it's time to take a shower, yeah. like. B BO is a very good indicator that you're not balanced. If you smell like a rat's ass, you probably should <laughs> A, take a shower, B, eat more vegetables, yeah. and C, get some more sleep. All these like things I, are contributors to smelling like dog water. Yeah, I, I know there's a beautiful world out there. Like I'm looking out my window right now and it's 80 degrees, Ooh. slightly slightly humid nice day for a pool or just soaking up the sun take no. a quick dip you know like a no, dolphin I can't. dive right in I, dolphin diving I, I can't so why can't you you were telling me that there was a response to your big video that's literally creeping up on a million views my man's yeah. green social blade <clears throat> fill to the 10th power my guy is getting six thousand subs a day he's eating good talk to me phil what's going on so a lot of people don't know that that video is one demonetized, two copyright striked. It's a miracle anyone saw it, to be honest, because it just has I, everything going against it, right? On purpose, kind of. Yeah. I wanted to see how far a video can get out of pure content, pure drive and passion mm -hmm. without any of this external factor, like, you know, title, thumbnail, like my, my title's in your face. Yeah. My title will, will piss off the algorithm. Right. There's cursing F bombs within the first 30 seconds. I left that in stylistically. I don't mean to cut you off. I was watching H3 talk about you, which, by the way, was yeah. a mind fuck because I've been watching H3 <laughs> forever. And then he's talking about my best friend, about how you're an amazing creator. And he was like, no, creators don't understand. You can't say the F word in the first. What is it? 10 seconds. 30. And, and I'm watching this and I'm just like, no, Phil knows this. Phil just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Phil's all yeah. about the art, dude. Like Phil yeah. does not care. Thank you, Vin. Which was That's very funny. cool. Like it was, it was crazy week, man. Very crazy week. Yeah. So I posted that video. Highly successful. We talked about this in the member episode, but brief re recap. Some people thought the end ending was a little cringe. Sure, I understand that, but it served a purpose. We got two hashtags trending on Twitter. Mm -hmm. It was a very strong call to action. Meek Mill, Travis Barker. And Jimmy Fallon all took down their ape profile pictures. I don't know if that was directly because of my video. I don't know. I don't know if they got a PR alert like, yo, maybe take this down. But mm -hmm. actual 
discussion has sparked because of that ending. And yeah. to this day, like the, the hashtag, if you still refresh, like it's still going. Yeah. So it accomplished what it set out to do. I, I understand that criticism, but you know, I, I didn't think it was cringy making it, but as a result of this, this is five days later since I pressed publish Yuga labs responded on Twitter. Yuga labs is the creators of board API club mm -hmm. through Gordon Goner, who's kind of like the face of the company. I would say, like the CEO? Not the CEO. He's just one of the four founders. Okay. The CEO is Nicole Muniz, who's a girl that went to school with him. Got you. Which is very interesting because there have been no camera interviews with any of the four founders. Only Nicole Muniz. Mm -hmm. Which is odd because even people like fucking Warren Buffett give interviews. Like, who, who do you think you are not giving interviews when you're the face of like a billion dollar company? So what did they say in their response? So they linked a Medium article. Medium is like a, you can like, it's like a blog post entry. Mm -hmm. um, it just it allows you to type walls of text explaining things. Um, very briefly, he addressed certain things that have already been refuted by Ryder Rips and myself in the video. It reaffirmed some of the beliefs that we had about the company. And they used really weak deflection techniques. One of which I don't want to go too much into detail, but it's regarding the ADL, which is the Anti-Defamation League, which basically stated that like, hey, look, we have an expert who already denied that this was a thing, but there's so much more to that story that like I'm going to respond to. I just need like literally, I'll, ju I'll just be transparent. Today's the 24th of June. I have four videos not related to anything that we've just talked about that have to go up by the 30th. How the fuck? What are you doing? Daily uploads for the rest of the week? Like, how are you going like, to even do I, that? I have to. Holy I have to, shit. I have to figure it out. I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know if I'm going to do like a vlog. I don't know. <laughs> Just That would be absolutely hilarious if you post this insane, huge, crazy research documentary and then you just have like, a day in the life of Philion. Let's make a freaking panini, boys. <laughs> I'm all. Then the next video, direct response to what they said. Yeah. Sheesh. Listen, you got to do what you got to do. Do you think that would be like almost like relieving or no? Relieving to like do something else, like something that's not so intensive and. and yeah. I think it would be, I think it would be relaxing for sure. Okay, I mean, cool. you know, it's, it's nice to just do like a little day in the life vlog, you know, go out with the dogs, go on a walk with Wildy, make yourself a protein shake. And then you get back <laughs> to the investigative journalism next week, you know? I could almost do like a mini story where yeah. it's like, okay. Today I wake up, I go on my Twitter, I've grown 50,000 followers today. <laughs> Within the hour, I take a shower. I use the best type of shampoo and soap to make sure that I stay clean. Holy I check fuck. my Twitter, 30,000 more followers. Life like this sure is good. Oh, you betcha. Hey, you betcha, Vin. <laughs> I might just do that, dude. Because a day in the life of Philion, man. Why not? Why not? I say you do it. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be watching the day in the life. Uh because now, now people hilarious. are on the pulse of your life, man. This is it. You're an internet right. celebrity now. <laughs> I, I don't have work-life balance. It's fucking unhealthy. I, I, it needs to stop. You're preaching to the choir, dog. If you guys didn't watch the most recent member episode, all I do now is look at analytics for my new channel. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. By the way, if you want a little update on that, long story short, we talked about this on the member episode. Last member episode, by the way, in my opinion, was one of the best ones we've ever done. It was fucking excellent. The comedic chops were god tier. Anyway... Uh, I talked about this in that episode that I was thinking about changing my thumbnail style. Super long story short, because I don't want to spend too much time on this today, but I'm going to stick with the illustrated animated thumbnails. 
just tweaking things a little bit to see if they perform better or worse. And then from there, we will readapt, reevaluate, and move forward. But for now, we're sticking with the drawn thumbnails because I want that to be my brand, my flavor, Let's go. my swag. And You're I love zest. what Phil said. Phil said, Your listen, seasoning? you got to breathe. You got to let that season, that cumin, you let that cumin fucking sit on that meat a little bit, you know? So that's what we're going to do. Sit on that meat. Sit on the meat, baby. Sit on the meat. So yeah, that's where I'm at with the thumbnails. Anything else you want to talk about in regards to your response and upcoming videos and what you're going to do? Or can we move on to talking about the suit that I'll be picking up in a little bit? We can move on. I, I'm just going to say that like, do you think I can get four videos out? Regular Phileon videos, like 12 to 15 minutes long. I have seven days. I mean, I know you're going to get it done. You're going to probably lose like three years off your lifespan <laughs> with the amount of work that you're going to have to do, but I know you'll get it done. Right, the question but, is though, like, do you want to put these videos out or would you rather it be the documentary and then the response, like one right after the other? Or is this just a matter of like, I have this obligation, I got to do it. Or is it something that you think would be nice to have like a little bit of filler in between? I mean, to be honest, man, like I, I'm burnt out. Yeah, I, I no shit. I wouldn't be I, shocked. I, I, I don't want to create under pressure, but like, yeah. you know, I signed up to make videos for companies that pay money for me to do that. So it's like, got to do what you got to do. Yeah. There's, It'll be good. They'll figure it out. Plus, plus I think I need a, I need to step back for a minute from all the fucking everything relating to that journalistic yeah. masterpiece, that magnum opus, because I'm in, I'm in the weeds right now. I, I got to let my brain fucking. Yo, you know what would be the power move of the decade? What's Shit, up? Shit, you bring back fitness flop this week, dog. <laughs> Yo, I'm just saying, dude, can you Look imagine? At this fucking puss boy. Can you imagine you take like the biggest fake natty out there right now and you do a classic call to form Philly on <laughs> fitness flop and it just goes yummy viral through the fucking roof <laughs> and you got two back to back heaters? Are you kidding me? Listen, it's food for oh, thought. Shit. It's food for thought, man. Not uh, only I, can he do the investigative stuff, but he also still's got that fitness pride within him. He still I don't, got I it. don't, I don't want to be cocky, but n I'm struggling to think of other creators that have like dom not dominated, like prove themselves in a space and then like pivoted and prove that like who else just switches up like. Dude, the comments I get from like, look at this piece of salami on, on trend balone to straight up like Netflix doc. Like who does that? Not a lot of people. You, you did the unthinkable. It's pretty cool to watch from the sidelines. I'm not going to oh. lie. I'm just like, oh, he was making deadlift videos with the drone shots. The <laughs> What's up guys? I just woke up. I'm going to have myself an egg sandwich and then go down the 450 pounds. Then today, what if I told you that everything you knew was a lie? It's like, oh shit. Yo, this shit's getting crazy right now. Who is this guy? What the fuck? This guy? The best part, you're only 20 fucking three. Uh, you're four, just, four, you're 24. Four. I never know your age. You're just getting started. You're just getting started, man. Oh my God. Oh, that was fucking great. Unless oh. I get sniped, but that's a different story. Listen, man, I just want to talk about my suit. Can we talk about my suit for a little bit? Because I'm fucking yeah, fired up. Yeah, let's talk up. about it. All right, all right. So here's the deal. I, I I talked about this with you briefly. 
I got a whole suit for this wedding that we're going to tomorrow. Shout out to Paul and Diana. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to get really drunk and I'm going to dance. If you guys know anything about me, then you got to know I fucking love weddings, bro. I love getting drunk at the cocktail hour, just dancing, vibing, meeting new people, you know, chit-chatting, that type of vibe. It's, it's my element. It's where I thrive. So I had to get a whole new outfit because I didn't bring my outfit from New York and I've been in Canada for the whole month. Coming back to New York, by the way. Coming back to New York, by the way, in July. So we'll do some in-person episodes for y'all. Stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, I had to get my, my whole outfit fucking tailored because listen, I, I don't know if this is just a thing for me. Cause I'm a little lad. I'm a short King. Yeah. But you got a lot of schmeat. So you got to make some more room by bro, the pockets, bro. My fucking pants, no exaggeration. were about a foot too long. So we had to get that tapered <laughs> up. My fucking sleeves on my jacket were a foot too long. Cause I got fucking little T-Rex arms. Had to get those altered. The back right. of the suit. The problem is I got a very wide frame, but I'm not long. So like the suit had to be. Big enough to fit these fucking boulder shoulders, but it needed to be tight enough where like it hugs the rest of my physique. So we had to get like the back pinned up to my back. So it's more of a conforming look as opposed to just like a wee, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, So that yeah. had to get altered. I got my shirt uh, that just got steamed. Kylie steamed it. So it's looking nice and fresh. The only other thing is I got to figure out if I can get a haircut before tomorrow in a city where I don't know where the barbers are at. And also, when you go into a new barber, we've had this bit on the show a million times. Like, how do you know when you go to a new barber that it's going to be a good cut? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a risk. It's a risk. So we're going to pick up the suit tonight. Uh, it's about like a 45-minute drive. And then once I have the suit, I'll be good to go. It's a gray fit. It's a gray Michael Kors suit. Now, let me tell you. Nice. This shit is, it's swag. It's dripping swag puddles all over the establishment, Phil. All right? <laughs> dripping swag I used to puddles. have Michael Kors glasses back in the day. And I remember, oh, this is a fun story. I don't know if I ever told this on the podcast, actually. I don't even know if you know this story. I'm just segueing from one thing to the next. Okay. I was at this, uh, this college party, and a crazy fight broke out, right? Somewhere along the fray, my glasses fall off, and I lose them for the night. My buddy Matt, he calls me, he goes, oh, I found your glasses, man. And he brings them to the pizzeria, like, two days later. All he brought me was, like, the arm and one side of the... Of the frame. The rest of it was just what completely destroyed. So they just must have fallen off during the party and just got stomped on. And okay. I was just like, why Why even bring them to me at that point? They're just completely de destroyed over here. Right. You know? I do know. Did you listen to anything I just said? Because I see screens changing. I see brightness no, levels I'm changing. Are you, you reading something off down the story from my no. college youth? You no. son of a bitch. Your boy, Matt, found your glasses. They were, they were half in fucking shambles. He brought it to the pizzeria. You got a Michael Kors suit. Continue. That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's it. I'm not reading shit. I don't know, man. I saw some fucking changes in the brightness. <laughs> this guy's multitasking. This is the problem. Nope. Remember, we talked about balance. You, yeah. can't, you can't just turn off and talk for an hour. It's not you yeah. anymore. Yes, I can. I'm locked in. All right. Bring up a topic. Give me a genre. <laughs> a genre? Yeah. TV shows. All right. I've been watching Umbrella Academy season two. <laughs> okay. Nice. How was it? It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Right now they're on season three. It's very entertaining. It has to do with time travel. It's a superhero show. You know, Phil doesn't like superheroes. Oh, but he does like superheroes that are not cringy, mm. aka Umbrella Academy, okay. The Boys. You do love the boys. You've been preaching that to me for a very long time on this show. Uh, 
You know, I saw, uh, I saw a TikTok. I saw a TikTok uh, about, mille- about millennials. Now, here's the thing. You're Gen Z. You don't want to admit it, but you're Gen shut Z. Shut up. Shut up. I saw a TikTok where it was like, you know, millennials today, all they want to do is hate on things. They want to, they, they think they're cool by thinking that, you know, this ain't for them. This is basic. This is this. This is that. Phil, if you made a list of things you liked versus things you disliked, which list do you think is bigger? Dislike for sure. There it is. See, see, I know what you're doing now, but you're, you're trying to say, yeah, it's because I'm a millennial. You're Gen Z. This does bleed into Gen Z. You understand what I'm saying? We got to get you to have more positives. This is an intervention, Phil. Okay. Okay. So, so what what do you propose that I would like? I think, I think it's time that you woke up and you smell the roses, you know? Anime, Marvel. (laughs) Keep going. This is good. This is good. What else? I got an anime shirt on right now. That's all I got. Anime shirts. Um, Nothing else. I think, I think go outside today. That's right. Okay. You know? (laughs) All right. I want you to get all primal. Put your hands in the dirt. Pick up an earthworm. Primal. Pick up an earthworm. Let it crawl in your hand. Say, you know what? This is a creation. This is a life form. I, you know, I'm at the point now where I think anything outside would be good for me. Yeah. Maybe do your, oh, maybe do your next video on the great outdoors. Just about it. Just go camping. How fucking, how drastic of a pivot would that be? I have a cool idea, Vincent. Let's hear it. What if I challenge myself to make sure for four short films over the next four days? Like sketches? Yeah. I support that. 100%. Like ab- abstract ideas. Just get mad, get mad cinematographer with it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's actually very good because you can work really hard on these four short films. And then when you're done, you can have a great sleep with the help of today's podcast sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Helix Sleep. Now, what is Helix Sleep? Helix Sleep is premium mattresses that are customized to fit your needs, and they are conveniently shipped right to your door. Helix's sleep quiz matches you to the perfect mattress based on your body type and sleep preferences. Now, I tend to sleep on my stomach and side, and I was matched with the Midnight Lux in the King Size Edition because I've been sleeping on Helix mattresses for well over a year now, and I had to upgrade. Yes, and I've also had my Helix mattress for over a year, and it's easily my favorite mattress in the house. And like I said, Helix will deliver your mattress right to your door with free shipping in the U.S. The mattress comes rolled up in a box and it's really easy to set up. It took me just under five minutes. There is a hundred night sleep trial to test the mattress to make sure that you love it. Helix mattresses also include a 10 year warranty and they even offer financing options and flexible payment plans. Visit helixsleep.com Sunday to get up to $200 off your mattress plus two free pillows. And thank you so much, Helix, for sponsoring this podcast. Okay, can we come up with some ideas for the sketches right now? Can this episode just be a think tank for your execution of said videos? Oh, fuck, dude. Let's run I it. mean, I mean, maybe. I mean, okay, so do you want to do things with, like, multiple characters, or do you want these to just be, like, one-man show type things? One-man show type things. Or do you want it to be no characters at all? Maybe what? What? take a couple stylistic shots of, like, a waterfall. A yeah. sunset. No, 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 like that that vibe. Like, I'm serious. I know. And then you could put some nice music. You love sound design. Put some nice music, so, music over there. Over Do you think, the, you think the sponsor would take away from that or no? <laughs> it's just like, sunset, a flying bird, manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> 
All of these things are yeah, yeah. Fuck. Okay. So this is why I'm pigeonholed into just making typical Philly on content. Because I know I, I can't I can't get whimsical and creative when there's a financial thing, in, you know? No, you can, but you can't do that with four days of prep time. Ah. It, you know, it, it could be done tastefully. Yeah. Like maybe, oh, I got, maybe there's a scene in your short film where the character is at the end of his rope. You know, he just, he just got fired from his job. His girlfriend just broke up with him. Okay. He was he was riding his bike home after he got fired from work and a big truck, 18-wheeler, drove by him, got mud all over his fucking fresh fit, dude, right? He gets home. He's disheveled. He's beaten down. He gets a call from his mother. He answers, hello, ma. I'm, n- I'm not proud of you. You're a piece of shit. Get your life together. Click. His phone rings again. His father you're not my son. You're the scum of the earth. Fuck yourself. Click. Right? All of a sudden, he notices there's a fucking leak in his fucking roof. Oh, Jesus. He's got to put the bucket out. This guy just kills out. himself? No, 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 no. Listen, he puts the bucket out. All he hears all night is... Blah. 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 But he knows. This is the start of the Joker, dude. He knows that he's got his manscaped product in the bathroom. <laughs> And he can trim up his bush and feel yeah. good about himself. There's some good in the world, Phil. And that yep. right there could be a beautiful movie. It could. Could be great. I got ideas <sighs> for days. You want me to be your ideas guy? I like a gadget, Phil. No, I do have an abstract idea that I'll, I'll just like briefly state. It's really dark, though. Uh, I don't think I don't think I can crank it out in four days, let alone replicate it four different times. All right, well, put it out there. Let's hear it. I want to make a video about loss. Mm. Just like, like one word, just like loss, right? Have these abstract images, nostalgic youth, maybe even no dialogue, just sound design and have it be interpreted artistically by the audience. You could because, have very eerie, melancholy vibes when yeah, you're because about a, a subject. Like I loss. know what the subject matter in the video relates to me, but maybe people can identify it with themselves, if that makes sense. That's the key with any good content. Are you emitting an emotion, whether it be anger, fear, excitement, horniness, whatever? Did your camera just fall? Yeah, I'm playing with with the wire on my foot. My uh, but no, 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 no. We got the camera over here. Oh, for them, they're good. But for, yeah, for me, it looked like Phil just went fucking hey, aerial, aerial view, tilted to the side. Yeah, no, I think that could be cool, though. Listen, I'll be back in New York in July. Uh, it doesn't help you. You need something now. If you need me to film anything while I'm here, if you want me to just like film me like pacing around the condo, <laughs> and you can just put text over the screen dread yeah yeah, yeah like casey neistat vibes you know i feel like he one, would make i was that. just gonna bring him up one of my favorite videos of all time is when uh casey neistat he was at an airport with like one of those uh s not escalators but one of those like it's like the an escalator treadmill but it's thing. yeah and it speeds you up and it was something like in life if you stand still you go backward the only way to move forward is to run or something. It had a much more beautiful message than what I just recollected, but that's that guy even was, a word. It was good. That guy was bored in the airport in the airport and just made a viral video that transcends time. I remember in a matter watching of five that video minutes. on Adelphi and everyone in the class was fucking mesmerized by it, as they should have been, because it was a fucking <laughs> excellent video. Excellent. Yeah, he spoke at Fordham. My first year, no, my second year, except I wasn't at Fordham anymore. I transferred and I was kind of bummed out. I was like, I'm a schnootuber. It would have been cool to have some uh, 
some insight from a fellow uh, schnootuber. <laughs> Schnootubers didn't exist yet. We invented that last year, schnootubing. True. Schnootubing is a new art form. It really is. That was is. back when you were selling boxed water, bro. You really have, you really have <clears throat> went into a chrysalis and come out a butterfly. You were, just a, you were just a fat caterpillar selling boxed water. Yeah. Now you're not breaking major selling. scoops. I will not stop this bit. This bit will continue I, for many episodes. I was, I was handing it out. I wasn't even selling it. It was free. Bro, you I were was, just, yeah, hi, excuse me, sir. Would you like some water in a box? Water. It's way I better was, for the environment. Here you go. Yeah. And then I'll just get shit on by like environmentalist elites that are like, well, actually, I run a composting business out of Southern Australia. Get and shit did you on know? Your ass. Yeah. Your ass. Like just uh, going toe to toe with me on recycling reform laws. And I'm just like, <clears throat> buddy, you want the water or not? I just, I think drinking anything out of like a carton, it's just tough. It brings me back to like, <laughs> bro, it brings, it brings me back to when I was in elementary school and there'd be chocolate milk every mm. day for lunch and you would just sip on it and the the brim of the carton would dissolve. Get soggy. And you'd yeah. just be, you'd be, you'd be sipping on <clears throat> liquid cardboard at a particular point. Like wet paper towel. And then you'd have towel. chocolate milk with pizza day. What what are we what are we giving the youth? What are we giving the kids, man? I don't know, but as a kid, I feel like I mean, just as a human, like calories are fuel. Like your body's gonna do with it what you want. Yeah. <laughs> like as a kid, like chocolate milk and pizza, that was just like energy. So like Am I the only one that when I was a kid, especially like elementary, middle school, I just remember being hard, like like <laughs> I don't know if this is the right word, like chronically. Like I was just hard all the fucking time. Okay, so I went to a comedy show. I saw Sta uh, Stavros Halkis, yeah. Stavi Baby. It was fucking hilarious because he had this one bit, not to like steal his material or anything, but I'll just break, break it down to a reduc reductive point. Mm -hmm. He was basically like, as a sixth grader, like you're just hard forever. Dude, <laughs> like, that, that, and I have never even heard that bit, but I understand why that's funny because I'm bringing it up right now. It's like, I just vividly remember every fucking aspect of my life. I was torqued. <laughs> mac, mac and cheese at lunch, hard as a rock. Kickball yeah. field, hard as a rock. On the bus, on the way to camp, hard as a rock. And I remember yeah. always having to be like, ah, oh, fuck, we have to get up. And I always wore the shorts where your mm -hmm. schmeat was just out. And you'd mm -hmm. have to like fucking do these maneuvers. You know, <laughs> if, yeah. you had a, if you had a book, you'd have to put the book in front of there. If you had a backpack, was... sometimes you'd put the backpack in the front of your body. So, it would, so it would cover the top, awkward. top of the schmeat. And God forbid you were in class with a raging hard on. And the teacher, <laughs> and the teacher's like, oh, come up and solve this math equation. First of all, I fucking suck at math. Don't make me come <laughs> to the front of the board. Second of all, I am erect. I have a pulsating, veiny dick right yep. now. I don't want to waddle <laughs> to the front of the class and solve an equation. Dude, that's a, it would always be in math class, Dog, too. Because <laughs> math is so boring, your mind wanders. And when you're young like that oh, and your wow. test levels are through the roof, the wind could blow on your dick and you're like, ooh, arousal. That's such a fact. I, I am convinced to this day my dick curves up because I would constantly do the waistband method. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'd get hard, I'd flip that shit up and you press it against the waistband. <laughs> so your schmeat's not, you know, on display like the fucking bat symbol in the sky. No, You know no. what I mean? But over the, over the years, constantly being hard, my shit goes upward like a banana. It could be because of that. Yeah. You created like a movement pattern in your schwanz mm -hmm. and it's just stuck like that forever now. 
Yeah, and when you break down the fibers, it it, it calluses and then yep. turns into new tissue, which right. then elongates and makes it the curvature, the the yaw of your shaft, the yaw, the yaw, the sail, if you will. Yeah, the hole. <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah, that that's a vivid memory from childhood. I just yeah, I also I, remember just always being stressed. But maybe that's just a me thing because I'm an anxious lad, but I've gotten better as I've gotten older. I remember being out at restaurants, dude, just hearing people talking. I'd have to go outside. You know how many times I've thrown up on the dinner table? Twice, yeah, which is two more than you should. That's that's like sensory overload, it sounds like. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, like that, sounds- you know that TikTok of all the Joe Rogans talking? It's entirely possible that. That was my yeah, brain yeah, yeah. as a little kid. Wow. Just fucking, oh my God, I hear that person, I hear this person. And you and, don't even- And you're also just hard to it. Oh yeah, hard throwing up on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Fully erect penis. It was also hard to like do anything in PE with, with a hard boner. Cause you can't really run with a, with a hard shaft. Yeah, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Unless you just get I, butt ass naked and run on all fours. Yeah. Unless you bear crawl it. I don't remember being, well, I feel like stress translates in different ways. Like I remember always having the feeling of like overhanging, like deadlines, like, like homework and shit. And like, I still have that just with like, I'll tell you right now, homework was never a stressor for me, but I used to do homework at school. Anytime in yeah. a, I was in a class where like, I didn't have to like actively participate. I was doing work for other classes, which I don't know what the fuck instilled that in me because my brother, Joey never did fucking homework. Like my brother Joey was the kid that like your mom has to sit you down in the 10th grade and still do the homework with you because you just didn't want to fucking do it. You know what I mean? But like me, I would get homework assignments. Sometimes in that class, I would be doing the homework like before it was due. I wish someone told me that like, you just don't have to do it. You do have to do it. Homework is like, homework is a huge part of your grade. That's just easy W's, Phil. Easy W's. Yeah, but, but like what? So what if you don't do it? Well, it depends. If you're if your homework is thirty percent of your grade, and you're getting seventies on your tests, you're gonna be fucked. Okay, so you get low grades. Then what? Listen, you gotta pass, Phil. I see so where you're going with this. We're not going there. We're gonna like, tell. We're gonna tell the listeners of this podcast me. to do their homework, to study. And to get good grades because we're good know. influences. Those kids that just slacked off and are still graduates. I'm just like, what What was I doing? <laughs> listen, we're going to give good messages to the people that listen to this show. All right. And we're also right. going to tell the people about amazing and fantastic products. Like the products that you can get at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring this podcast episode. This podcast is brought to you by manscaped.com. Gentlemen, all men strive for gold in their life, right? Yes, sir. Gold medals, gold watches, gold everything. However, there's a certain type of man who goes the extra mile. He walks with the confidence of an eagle and giggles in the face of danger. He's a big, hairless, winning machine. And when he unzips his pants, he sees platinum. That's right, Phil. Manscaped would like to introduce you to their best and biggest ultimate hygiene bundle yet. The Platinum Package 4.0. Manscaped is the leader in below-the-waist grooming. Now trust them with the whole shebang. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com plus 20% off plus free shipping with the code SAUCE. Now Manscaped's brand new Platinum Package 4.0 is the biggest bundle they've ever offered, giving you a bulk discount on the Manscaped top products. 
The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. Inside this Platinum Package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear, Nose, and Hair Trimmer, the Ultra Premium Body Wash, the Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, the Ultra Premium Deodorant Crop Preserver, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver, Ball Toner Spray, the Anti-Chafing Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag to hold your goods while you're traveling. Now, Gentlemen, this right here is a bargain for your buck. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SAUCE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SAUCE. It's time you've enjoyed the finer things in life and get yourself a platinum package for your platinum package. And thank you so much, Manscaped, for sponsoring this podcast. I, I, I know we can get into a very scientific conversation about this, scientific, but why when we get older do we lose our testosterone? Well, what is the what is the story with that? And are there and are there cases where people don't? Like, are there rarities where like you will just be as fully torqued at age fourteen than you will be at sixty five, or is that just that's impossible? A, that's a fair point. You know, let me do a little bit of research quick. Ooh, see, we're talking about the 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 good topics today. You know, why do men lose their testosterone? Yeah, I'm genuinely curious. Like, is it just withering? It's it does have to do with withering away in your old age. Research Phil. Yo, he's about to make a whole mini doc on this topic. Yeah. Watch this. He's going in. What if I told you that you could keep your test levels <laughs> till 70 naturally? You'd probably think I'm lying, but I'm not. Age-related testosterone decline is due to waning of both testicular and hypothalamic pituitary function. So hormone situation. Yeah, your hormones just don't don't work like they used to. I feel like nothing gets better with age then. If we're really having like a macro conversation on this, I mean, you get more wise and you get wisdom, but your brain deteriorates as well. Wow. Here's another interesting counterpoint. By itself, age does not cause a lower testosterone in healthy men. It's more likely that lowering of testosterone is a consequence of illness men acquire as they get older, like cardiovascular disease and obesity. So if you stay healthy, you're supposed to have rock hard boners your entire life. See, this is why people got to get out there and walk. We go on walkies every night. We go yeah. walkies every night before bed. You know why? Because it keeps us sharp and it keeps my boner raging. Raging boners, Phil. I mean, so much can be avoided if you're just f fit. Like that's. I'm getting, <sighs> I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a little Altoid-ish. I'll be honest with you, Phil. <laughs> I know you see it. You're being nice, but you're, you're okay. So you think you're being Altoidish, meaning chewed bubblegum vin? I feel like a decrepit. I feel like a a potato stick. You know those like you know those like dried French fries. <laughs> I feel like a potato stick. You know those dried French fries, those shitty fucking potato yeah, like yeah, sticks. Yeah. You know you can just like snap those. Yeah, if you blow on them, you're like, and they just go. I f I, I feel weak. Oh. Let me not be a bitch on camera. I'm a unit. I'm a big boy. Yeah. Physically, I don't feel weak. But if I was like the the engine of a car, I need to be serviced. Mm, yeah, like <laughs> you your your, I mean? your lights are all on. Yeah, your yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. Your gas lights on. <laughs> your fuck. Your insurance ran up. Your fucking. Yep. You're just. You're you're one more mile away from the car exploding. You got to pull the fuck over and you got to. It's it's tires. a nice car. It's a nice car. 
but it needs to be serviced. I remember when my when my car had a, a hole in the tire and it was really flat. When the guy came to service it, he like patched it up and he's like, listen, man, you know, I would get a new tire. Me personally, if this thing explodes while you're driving, it's not going to be a good fucking situation. Right. I think that's you right now. I think you're driving with a patch and but God then- forbid you hit a <laughs> pothole and that shit bursts. If that bursts, that's good night, Irene. You'll be having boners as a ghost in heaven. I just still can't believe how your dad was like, no, get the fuck out of here. It's a one-two fix. Bro, to to my dad's credit, you know what? He saved me a lot of money and the car hasn't exploded yet. So we're big chilling. I know. I know. You know, there's something about that old school knowledge. We just talked about it. Like as you get older. It's it's undefeated. As you get older, you get more wise. Our fathers know things that we won't learn until we get hit with that adversity. And how come dads always say the the, the simplest things? But like the amount of truth in them that you come to realize, it's just like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like taking dad wisdom for granted, it's. I don't think we give dads enough credit for their just sheer wiseness. Yeah, they're very I, sage. I notice I noticed it with my buddy Frank Asteroid. We were doing a, a big series recently. Uh, I don't think it's dropped yet, so I won't spoil anything. But we were me and Dylan versus Ryan and Frank. And Frank basically said, listen, man. We're either going to win, we're either going to lose. Either way, that's all right. And I says to myself, what a wise man beyond his years. <laughs> what if every situation in life was like that? Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. That, to me, <laughs> that's words to live by. I know, I know, I know. Because that's the definition of life. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes it may be shit. It's sometimes in the middle, sometimes in the middle. I he doesn't say that. He doesn't say that. I'm part, adding though. to it. I'm, I'm expressing okay. more. Right, right, right. I like it to talk in this Italian accent. It's sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. <laughs> sometimes maybe good. Sometimes you may be doing good, motherfucker. And sometimes you may be doing shit. But sometimes that, it's just in the middle and you operate in the middle. That clip was fucking hilarious. I showed you that, right? I'm not even sure if that guy's Italian, by the way, but I just sounded like every grandfather and every older person in my family on my dad's side. Yeah, I just love how he screams with yeah. his hand. Yeah, no, he's a step. What was that like a soccer coach or something? I think so. <laughs> but dude, like, you know what? You know what's interesting too. I I think we maybe have had a segment like this on the podcast before, but I love exploring this type of of commentary here. You know, like when you you post a YouTube video and and people leave comments in the comment section, and sometimes they're just brutal. Sometimes they'll ask stupid questions. Sometimes they're really good comments. When an athlete, in particular. Just had like the worst game of their career, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's let's say you're a, you're a football quarterback and you threw like five picks, one pick six, four picks, terrible game, right? You guys got blown out. They have to sit there then after the game I and, know, and hear these I questions. <laughs> so, uh, what were you thinking? What were you thinking when you threw that pick six at the uh, at the end of the half there? What the fuck are they supposed to say? It's always the same answer to it. You know, uh, we as a team need to do better. Me especially. I got to yep. step it up. I got to do better. And, you know, that was that was a lapse in judgment. Shouldn't have thrown the ball there. But, you know, in the heat of the moment, you just, you think you're going to go one way and you go the other way. And sometimes that's life. You, you roll the dice. That's how it happens. You know? Like, that's, what, that's a perfect impression. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it right what are you there. supposed to say in those moments, dude? Like, what the fuck are you supposed to Have say? Have you seen the meme of, like, Joe Rogan? on one knee with the microphone whenever oh somebody's God. like pissed they're the, out. They're the best. They're the, they're the best. Also, like oh. you just got, you just got wonky slush. You just got your fucking clocks cleaned. Well, we've and- talked about that. They shouldn't interview fighters after they lose. 
The no. fucking guy just woke up after being asleep for three minutes. So what did you think in the fifth round where he kicked you right in the face and knocked your ass unconscious? Well, you know, uh, I'll tell you what was going through my head. Nothing, because I was unconscious. What the fuck? Nothing. Little hamster that powers yeah. my brain. It was off the wheel, dude. Holy fuck. Like, how is anyone oh. supposed to answer a question after being... I can't even answer questions when I'm coherent. I know. Let alone after I just got blacked out, kicked in the fucking head and by a trained killer. They're all, like, media trained, too. They all have, like, that voice. It's never just like, oh, I don't fucking know, dude. Like, I had a, I had a shit game. You know? Uh, a 350-pound steroided-out linebacker was charging at me, and I decided to throw the ball to the first person I saw that happened to be the other team. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, but seriously, why don't they ever say that? Because that's the reality of what happens. Oh, my God. Like, when you get know. sacked so hard that you come out of the fucking turf and there's this fucking <laughs> dirt sticking out of your yeah. fucking face mask. Yeah, you know, uh, I'll tell you why I threw that pick, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> he hit me so hard that my, my kids' kids felt it in the future. <laughs> and I just fucking lost control. He threw the ball. What do you want me to say, Jimmy? I lost control, Jimmy. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm getting paid millions of dollars, but I can't think straight. I keep getting laid out by these fucking linebackers, I can't have Jimmy. kids anymore. I can't have kids anymore. My left testicle fell out of the coin post, Jimmy. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> But you're right. It's always like these media train, like, you know, we got to do better. You know, I, I, I'm i always in the film room. That's the bottom line. I'm always in the film room studying. <laughs> studying, that, studying. Yeah, I'm Should have studied a little bit harder for that exam. What the fuck are you studying for? <laughs> they run different paths every time. How are you going to predict what they're fucking running when you don't have a top-down drone view and see the other team? I'm always studying. I'm noticing uh, now. Studying sports. Yeah. I'm noticing now <laughs> that yeah. as I get older, I, I just I see the absurdities of life way clearer. There's a lot yeah. of just craziness that you just kind of walk by and you're like, ah, that's that's interesting. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll tell you when I get my UFC fight debut and I get my fucking clacks cleaned. No questions, no questions. Let me come yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, what if you just like no? Let me come. Let me come too. There what was if you're that just like, one I guy. I don't want to. The best interview ever was the one guy that he won the fight. I'm pretty sure, and then he just like took off his pants and his underwear were on. And Joe Rogan's like, "Why did you take off your pants?" And the guy's just like, "My balls was hot." Yeah, that's <laughs> like that. I love that. That's uh, Lewis, because, right? Yeah, because that's the thing. He's just like, "Yeah, my balls were hot. I took my I took my balls out. Let them breathe a little bit." Did you see that? Uh, did you see that Conor McGregor and Mayweather might fight again? That's Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. That guy's hilarious. And he's a fucking beast, bro. Yeah. Beast. I, I did not see that. So I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. When I first heard about this, I was like, like, I'm going to get it. I'll buy it. I'll watch it. But like, it's not the fight that like makes me get all super excited. I'll tell you the super exciting fight. It's after Who's Jake that? Paul knocks out Tommy Fury, he takes on Conor McGregor. That's what I want to see. And then, yo, picture this. Hear me out for a second. Think about how big this could be. Jake and Conor on the on the main card. What is it called? Like the headliner of the fight? Yeah. What's so called something like that. They're the main fight. Underneath that, you got his brother Logan versus Dylan Dennis. 
which makes sense because Dylan Dennis is like really good friends with Connor. And then you have Amanda Serrano fighting <coughs> one of the top women contenders. Dude, that would be like the craziest fucking fight night ever. Get Snoop Dogg commentating. Oh, God. Classic fashion. Let's run it. I'm just saying, that's a good idea. I want to see it. And you know what? Both Paul brothers are going to win, and they're going to take over the combat sports genre, and it's going to be crazy. What is Connor yeah, going to say after he gets dropped to the canvas from Jake P? <laughs> what is he going to say, you, Phil? And all you hear is, yo, what's up, folks? GP yeah, coming at you. GP coming at you. My son snapped see? out. The Notorious. Listen, I'm all for that that fight if it does happen. Be sick. I, I see it more happening if it's Jake versus Dylan Dennis, just because they have beef. Like Logan doesn't really have any beef against Dylan Dennis. Well, he just said on True Jory's podcast like he would he would drop him, and he's, he said he's they're going to try to make it happen. They're going to offer him. Logan would drop a, in a boxing match. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I don't think Dylan stands a chance if he's if he's fighting Logan. Dylan Dennis is a grappler. He's like a jujitsu yeah, master, yeah. but like. Is it crazy, though, that I really think Jake would beat Connor? Like, am I just a psychopath? Honestly. I mean, at this point, have you seen Connor on his fucking juice pack? Bro, my man. My He put boy, on 40 pounds of muscle. My boy looks like a truck. <laughs> what are we doing? He's wider uh, than a fucking SUV. I, I, I. Did this is my say? problem. Are we all just not going to fucking address the fact that this fighter just had his leg snapped in half and came back with 40 pounds of muscle? Who is in charge of these fucking federations that are not looking at these guys being like, you're on roids! Did you see? There was a clip that came out recently. I don't even know where he was, but it was like a public place. And he was just in like a Gucci down fucking <laughs> shirt and like flip flops. And he was just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. No, just looking like an absolute behemoth, and all the comments were like, "Oh God, homie's just looking for trouble right now." <laughs> Bro, I fucking love Connor. He's so funny, and he's he's a fucking freak of nature athlete. I just, I genuinely just want to see him win. I feel like we we haven't seen him one since since the cowboy. cowboy fight, right? Where he fucking did the did the shoulder blade attack. And me and you were just like. Bro, I took we one just bite waited. of my pepperoni Papa John's pizza, and it was all and it was over. Yeah, that's it. I was like, all right, pack it up. We'll go home now. I couldn't even dip it in my ranch, bro. That was back in my peak bulk days. They were the best of times, indeed. They were the best of times. I feel like there's just a shroud of like collective dumbass dumbassery surrounding like these athletes. Like number one, you got the whole interview thing that we just dis we discussed where they're all media trained and they're always studying and they're asked these questions after just getting laid out. It's just like, what are we doing? Number two, it's like, take a look at the stats of when sports started and where they're at now. You think studying the game and running a little bit faster gets you there? Or why is it that players are now 6'11", 400 pounds? <laughs> Listen, we're, we're evolving. We're evolving as a species yeah. very rapidly, dude. <laughs> Putting something in the fucking peanut butter, I'll there's tell you that. There's something in the almond milk, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's something in the oat milk. Have Is you seen there? those? Yeah, there's... Uh, I don't know. Oat milk's my shit, but apparently it just makes you grow a fucking tail or something. I kind of want a tail. Two yeah. tails so I could spin them really fast and take flight. That'd be mm. sick. 
Uh, tell me about this Ryan Trahan thing, because I know my boy Frank Asteroid, I mentioned him earlier, he is really invested in this series. I haven't watched <sighs> it yet. I see a bunch of tweets all the time that are saying, you know, if uh, if you're a, a YouTuber or a creative in general, you have to watch this because it's literally a masterclass on how to pace and, and do a YouTube video. Have you been keeping up with the series? Have you been watching it? I've watched a bunch of them. Uh, so, I wouldn't so say I wouldn't say it's a masterclass on how to pace. I'd say they're just good vlogs that have a really cool message behind it. And he's really resourceful and he's he's good at this type of videos, like for sure. So basically, started off, I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but he he does this challenge where he starts with a penny and then he'll barter it for like a pen. Then he'll sell the pen for like a pack of bubble gum. Then yeah. he'll sell the, the double bubble gum for 25 cents. He works his way up, right? I feel like he's been doing this though. Like, didn't we talk about this like a year ago or something? Yeah. 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 And he, he blew up with a series doing it for like seven days or something. Okay. This, he added a whole twist on it where one, it's for charity. Two, he's starting from California or Texas and going to um, North Carolina to go see Mr. Beast and to give him the penny. That's cool. So it's like, it's a, it's a vlog every day of him traveling across America with one penny at the start and he has to flip his way up or, or, or get money along his journey. But any, and he has a, he has a donation system. So if you donate a thousand dollars, you get mentioned in the video. If you donate $5,000, you get like, uh, end credits or something. $50,000. You get the great start, right? Yeah. Monetarily. So he has to go back to a penny. And Mr. Beast did that for him like last week. I'm pretty sure. Right. He dropped 50 K. A, a bunch of people have done it. So he's raised over a million dollars. Holy he's on, shit. That's amazing. Yeah. He's on, he's on day 24. That's crazy, dude. Just so the, every the single amount video of effort to put out a vlog of that magnitude, because I would imagine they're insane every day is, is crazy. crazy. It, it truly is one of the most like revolutionary series on YouTube in the sense that like it's an everyday vlog. All of them have over 4 million views. Some of them like 8 million views. And it's like he's like making money. In the most unique ways possible, where he's like scuba diving for golf balls, selling them on Craigslist while trying to cross America, while donating every single thing to like a food bank. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I got to watch it. I, I hope I watch it and I become obsessed and then literally I just binge the entire thing. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, you should. I love when I do that. I love when I find like a new entertaining thing and there's a bunch of content there and then I fucking binge. That's why like I'm really focused on putting out like a, a lot of Nintendo content because I feel like if you're a new person that subscribes and you get to the channel, if there's five plus videos, you know, you can watch literally all five videos in the day and that bingeable content watch really helps, you know, promote the channel, which is awesome. Yeah. So for reference, I think when I first mentioned it to you uh, a month ago, he was at 7 million subs. He's at 9.4. That's crazy. That's crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah. So, like, at that point, is it the combination <laughs> of word of mouth plus great product plus algorithm? Or is it is is it everything involved? Or is it just, like, everybody knows this is what he's doing. People are searching for it. People are watching it. At this point, I mean, if you start posting a series like this on, seven, on a 7 million channel, and it's taking an old idea that got you to 7 million in the first place, but just elevating the stakes to the point where it's like very grand it's familiar. Like people will click on that. Yeah. It's the perfect storm of a feat of strength in the sense that it's everyday vlogs, 
a feat of strength in the sense that he's walking across or traveling across America, taking an idea that he knew that works and it's for a good cause. Like what's not to love? Like it's yeah, just no, pure, awesome. it's pure positive content. Like that's fantastic. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta check it out. And how long has he been a YouTuber for? Like how long has he been creating? Interestingly enough, this is one YouTuber who has pivoted, like I said in the beginning, like multiple times. He started doing track and cross-country tutorial videos. He was a runner. That's amazing. Then in college, he got like a cease and desist from the NCAA because you can't make money as a college athlete. Ah. So he ditched college athletics and went YouTube full time, pivoted into commentary videos saw success, pivoted again into like this, uh, the Mr. Beast style, mm -hmm. but then pivoted even more into like his own unique Red his Ocean style. Yeah, where it's like spending days in the metaverse. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what's cool, man. You can fucking, like you said, you're one video away from like reinventing <laughs> yourself, your brand, your career, right? You can yeah. at any point switch up what you want to do. And that's that's the beauty of, of online creation. Like you're not pigeonholed into one specific thing which is right. fucking epic no truly you are one video away from reinventing yourself so sick i love that mentality too I really, I really <clears> it's it's mentality. it's zero and one it's not you know like a, a drastic transition really it may manifest itself over time but the end result is is a zero or one it's the fact that you uploaded that video or you never made that video yeah yeah no <clears> it's a it's a great way to think it's also nice like it, it's motivating because you don't feel like you're trapped in doing the same things over and over and over again. You know, you can mm -hmm. switch up the formula. And if it's good content, like people will people will find it. For sure. For sure. For fucking sure. For fucking sure, Phil. For fucking sure. So you're literally just gonna be grinding out these videos the next five days? That's the plan. Yeah, seven days, six days, whatever it may be. Um I'm really kind of tossing around the ideas of of doing something just easy, but I think the best approach is now that I have fire under my ass in terms of like people on my channel, like I might as well just serve some new good content that. Yeah. Fuck it. So I think I am going to buckle down and make videos that are, are not too different from what I've normally made. The I already cool, have ideas. The, the cool <clears throat> thing about doing these videos now, man, they're going to feel like a fucking walk in the park compared to what you just did. That's, that's my mentality. Bro, that's, that's, that's so on a human level, so relatable. It's like, even when I do like a three hour stream. And like the three hour stream, like feels like a really long stream, like three hours of just entertaining, being on whatever. When I then do an hour long stream the next day, the hour goes by like that. You're like, oh, this was, this was literally a piece of cake. And yeah. when you take it even more extreme, like when I do a sleep block, for example, and you're live for almost like a 24 hour period, any other stream length feels like nothing. So like when yeah. you just worked on a video for months and now you're going to bang out a video in two days, you're going to be like, oh my God, like I forgot how easy this was, you know? Very true. It's like when you run a marathon and then you just run a training block of like three miles a day for five days. Yeah, like you, you literally hit the three miles and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm done. Damn. Yeah. That's, so that's I, I'm confident in my ability to get them done. I have topics that I'm passionate that I want to talk about. So really, it's just execution. It's putting the fucking it's putting the pedal to the metal, baby. Putting the fucking pedal to the metal. I'm uh, I'm trying to wonder for this wedding tomorrow what should be my my go-to drink of choice because I don't want to bop around to a bunch of different a bunch of different substances you know I don't yeah. want to do like the tequila the liquor and like I'm definitely not doing beer you know me I fucking hate beer um, I feel like vodka tomorrow will be the the play 
but I do Thank love you. me some tequila shots. I don't know if they usually the the weddings that I've been to lately, open bar doesn't have shots, which is probably for the better because then you don't have people like acting a fool and going fucking crazy, you know? Right. <clears throat> so I'll probably just be chilling with like. I nice would recommend whiskey, but I I know you don't really well. I introduced you to whiskey sours when we went out. Whiskey sour, I like, but just like a whiskey with like no, one no, no, ice no. cube in it, I, I can't. It's no. not my vibe. Whiskey sours are great. I would recommend. You can't. You can't be doing beer at a wedding. No, bro. You gotta yeah, dance. Right. You got. You gotta be. You gotta be. You gotta be thin. light on your feet. Yeah. You gotta be feeling light tonight. I might not even eat dinner. I might go full on fasting just so I fit better in this fucking. In I this would. Soup. Okay, my three drinks of choice would be whiskey sour. Tequila soda. Yeah. Vodka soda. Can't go wrong. Oh, tequila soda, you're saying? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's a bad play. <laughs> yeah, you're looking to get into a fucking scrap? Tequila soda. Jesus. And vodka Red Bull. <sighs> vodka Red Bull might be a play at a wedding because you need that energy. Let me ask you something before we wrap up here. Do you think inherently different things that you drink do affect your drunk and the type of personality you have? Yeah. Or do you think that's complete bullshit? I saw it in front of my eyes. So like, that's all I'm going to say. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Fair enough. Yeah. It's, it's, a, there's this, there's this concept I mean, that like, if think you drink of wine, you yeah, get very wine, wine drunk, wine drunk, especially you just get very sleepy and like emotional and tired. Yeah. That's, that's the wine vibe. If you have tequila, I've noticed with tequila, people just get a little fucking crazy. Yeah. Tequila is definitely like the, I'm about to fuck shit up drunk. Vodka yep. is like a good fun it's a balance, you know. We always talk about the balance. I feel like vodka, you'll 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 be in a good in a good headspace. I would say so. I think so too. Well, I'm excited for the festivities this weekend. I hope you get all your videos done. I think that's that's all I got today, Phil. Anything else you want to cover before we wrap this one up? Nah, you can just say hello to your grandmother for me. Say hello to your grandmother. We love you guys. Uh, we hope you have an amazing, amazing rest of your Sunday. Hope you have a great week coming up. We will see you guys on Wednesday if you're a meatball for the member-exclusive content. Everybody else will see you guys next week. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We've definitely been putting more effort into the pod, and, and hopefully this resonates with you guys and you guys enjoyed this episode. Let us know in the comments down below. What did you think? Phil, any final words? Say hello to your grandmother for me. Take care, brush here. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.